It's that time again, fellow cast. You are listening to me, your host, Valdu, and today we have another episode of devotional podcasting. Uh, if you haven't been listening up until now, basically it's just a short message shared by different individuals on what God has been speaking to them about in the season of their lives. So today you will be listening to yours faithfully, yours truthfully, or whatever you say, and I will be sharing with you on the goodness of God, something that has really challenged me in my journey with, with God, knowing that He is good, but not always experiencing uh, good things all the time. And and what I will be sharing to you about is just having a core belief that, that God is good, regardless of what we experience. And, and I'll be trying or attempting to reconcile some scriptures from the Old Testament and, and how they... Uh, reconcile with what we see in the life of Jesus. So take a moment just to, to gather your your thoughts, to, to, to take a breath and remember that you'll be spending time with God, not just with me, but as you listen, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you through this message. And I trust that it will, will bring transformation to your life because that is what the Word of God is able to do, to transform us in, in spirit, soul, and body. So bless you as you listen to this and enjoy. Today I want to speak to you about the goodness of God. Many people are on the fence when it comes to uh, believing the goodness of God, believing that He really is good. And many people struggle with doubt when especially they face circumstances and, and trials in their life where it seems to them that God is, is absent and, and maybe even that God has caused what they are experiencing. And and we struggle to reconcile our experiences and, and Old Testament scripture about God with what the New Testament teaches and what a lot of the church today teaches on the goodness of God. And I'm not talking about hyper grace to say that, you know, there's no discipline in Christianity and that there's no, um, um, almost want to say punishment when it comes to sin. But, but Jesus provides a way of walking in the goodness of God and, and of experiencing that goodness of God. And, and I just want to read a, a couple of verses from Isaiah uh, chapter 54 and just to give some context is that before before Isaiah 54 um, Isaiah is a lot about the destruction of Jerusalem and just how God's people have gone astray and have really just uh, drifted away from God in, in disobedience and and many of the things that come upon them were actually brought upon them by God's instruction um, and by God Himself, um, the things that they experienced, uh, th it came upon them because of God commanding that upon them. And, and so many people look to these verses and feel that that is the God that they, that they will encounter when they mess up or something is wrong. That is what God is doing. But there's good news, and, and the good news is the gospel, of course. But in Isaiah chapter 52, the whole turning point to what Jerusalem has experienced 
um, or up until now comes uh, and that turning point is the announcement of the kingdom of, of God on earth and, and the announcement of Jesus Christ prophetically coming to take away the sins of the world, to take away these things and to bring grace um, to Israel even even in the midst of their sinful sinfulness. So I want to read from from uh, chapter 54 and I'm uh, just going to touch on a, on a few verses and the first verse I want to read is um, from verse 9 it says for this is like the days of Noah to me God says he says when I saw swore that the waters of Noah would never flood the earth again so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you or rebuke you and then verse 15 it says if anyone attacks you it is not from me. Whoever attacks you will fall before you. And we know that before this, many of the attacks, the Assyrians, uh, from Babylon, that was because God had instructed them to, to um, plunder Israel, basically. And so we, we, we see that God allowed for these things to happen. But we cannot forget that prior to chapter 54, we find chapter 53 in Isaiah, which is the prophetic declaration of Jesus Christ on the cross. And we see in that, that God's wrath and his anger was fully satisfied um, in, in, on the body and in the person of Jesus Christ. Every bit of anger, every bit of wrath because of sin and the destruction and of the world was taken care of on that cross. And then we read in chapter 54 about verse 17. No weapon formed against you will succeed and you will refute any accusation raised against you in court. This is the heritage of the Lord's servants and their righteousness is from me. I want to encourage you today that even in the Old Testament, which so many people stumble over because of the wrath of God and, and the things that happened, we have to see chapter 53 from 52, 53, 54 onwards in Isaiah as the turning point, as the inauguration of, of the kingdom of God, as a prophetic declaration of that kingdom coming and Jesus dying on the cross and, and manifesting his goodness in the person of Jesus. So I want to encourage you today to, to look to Jesus in your circumstance, to be reminded that Jesus hung on that cross to take the wrath of God. Um, that, that Jesus took the, the punishment in his body, his stripes healed us. And so we don't have to um, accept sin and sickness and destruction in our lives because Jesus has, Jesus has taken care of that for us. We can actually be confident in saying that if I've, if I've given my life to Jesus, if I've given myself to Jesus and Jesus owns my life, then Jesus has taken care of my sin and he's taken care of the consequences of that. Um, and so when we confess our sins, when we repent, we walk in the goodness of God. We walk in the blessing of God. So to remember that the person of Jesus is the exact representation of God the Father. That is why it's so important to know Jesus. So today, take up your Bible, take the word, read, read in the New Testament about the character of Jesus. And, and allow that to, to be projected onto your circumstance onto your situation onto what you are facing today to to be encouraged that jesus has already overcome and that we can walk in the goodness of god we can be assured of the good news to our lives of of the goodness of god in our lives i hope that this encourages you i hope that this blesses you and 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 that you you will be transformed in your mind 
in the knowledge of God, knowing that He is good and that He loves you and that He is not out to punish you or to, to hurt you or to bring destruction over your life. And that if there is anything that is attacking you, be reminded of verse 15 in Isaiah 54. If anyone attacks you, it is not from me. For whoever attacks you will fall before you. Take up that promise and, and declare that Jesus has already um, won. That Jesus has conquered whatever is attacking you. And see the victory come. And proclaim the good news to those around you. Bless you in Jesus' name. How good is God? He really wants to bless us and He really shows His love for us through the cross of Jesus Christ. We, we cannot forget that. We can never forget the price that He paid on that cross and that he, His wrath and His anger was fully satisfied, was fully expressed on Jesus Christ. And that when Jesus said, it is finished, tatalestai, it is finished. So we can be assured of God's goodness in our lives today as we live as new covenant Christians under the new covenant of grace with Jesus Christ, knowing that we cannot abuse and we shouldn't abuse grace, but that even in our lowest of lows and our highest of highs, God's grace is sufficient and His grace remains the same. And that His love and His goodness towards us is manifested and portrayed in the life of Jesus Christ. Be expectant of God's goodness in this week. Be expectant of His goodness in your day and see how it changes your perspective on life. Until next time, bye-bye.